Welcome to the Disney Challenge Podcast. My name is Dave. I'm Johanna. And the Disney Challenge Podcast is a news, reviews, opinions, all things Disney and geeky podcast with a warped sense of humor. Oh, we, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are here today to talk about uh, Infinity Wars. Infinity War. Is it plural? It's singular. I, We've I, already gone over this. I have been saying Infinity War since they announced it. But uh, today we are going to do our take. We saw it last night. We are going to be giving as much of a spoiler-free review as humanly possible. Um, we'll see how that goes, but uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been a night, hasn't it? Oh, no kidding. <laughs> it was, uh, didn't want to leave the movie theater after it was done. Well, you know, post-credits, you stay anyway. That's just a Marvel audience tradition. For sure. I think like two people actually got up and walked out. I think they ran back <laughs> in, though. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You had enough time between when the credits started rolling to go to the bathroom after a two-and-a-half-hour movie that uh, you could actually make it back before the credits. So I guess they weren't that dumb. <laughs> Maybe they were smarter than the rest of us who waited and rushed to the bathroom with the crowd of everybody. No, normally I tend to drink too many liquids during a movie. And nine times out of ten, I always have to run and go to the bathroom. You know, the last two movies, you've been good. I well, got up and went to the bathroom during Ready Player One. Now, with this movie, it was timed at 156 minutes, I believe. Something like that. And it included in trailers, that's like about maybe three hours Almost long. Almost three hours. So I perfectly paced myself, did not drink all of my large iced tea. Even though they upgraded you into a large, which you didn't want. I saw that and went, oh, no. Like, but I was a good girl this time. Yeah, yeah, you were. I've, I had to go. You know what was funny, though, is even when I got to the bathroom and there was a line, I was like, eh, I'm all right. And <laughs> so. this time I was determined. I'm like, I am not missing yeah. a second of this. Because no if you don't know this about Marvel films, Stan Lee, you know, the creator of pretty much all of these Marvel fantastical movies, makes a cameo in every Marvel film. Yep. And I believe it was Deadpool, which was not Marvel yet, but we went to yet. see Deadpool. <laughs> I ran to use the bathroom. And then I come back and I find out I missed Stan Lee. So immediately I'm like, we got to see it again. <laughs> and I'm never leaving a Marvel film ever. Ever again. <laughs> in the middle of it. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, you, you really, you, you can't, you can't get up. You just need to wear like diapers or something if you're going to go see a. Marvel should make, Mar Marvel, Marvel Depends. Marvel Depends. Yes. Right? That's it. They would be like the infinity diapers. <laughs> exactly. Have different characters. You that can wear Iron it. Man PP pants. There you go. But uh, we are going to talk about that uh, just a little later in the show. We got a couple other topics to get to. So Johanna, why don't you bring us into our first topic of Disney news? Well, this one's pretty cool. Starting sometime, hopefully during the summer, uh, Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resorts are going to be getting um, a phone app. It's going to be called the Play Disney Parks. It's going to be available, of course, on iOS and Android. And as I basically call this, this is for kids who are standing in long lines and are getting bored and restless. Basically, you can use your phones and you can turn your wait time into play time where you get to interact with the environment you're in, use your phone. And I mean, it's going to be free, thank goodness. And it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, when you're stuck in two-hour lines for popcorn buckets, right. you're going to need something to entertain yourself with. So like I said, this is going to be hopefully sometime during the summer, and we'll let you know when it comes out. We'll test it ourselves. Of course we will. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll be there. Exactly. I mean, hey, we did the Kim Possible game at Epcot. When was that? Back in 2001. No, 2011. Uh, when we went, it had been there for a couple of years, and that was a lot of fun. Well, it kind of gives you a greater appreciation of your environment, because in that one, we were running around, looking at window displays. Yep. And, um, Reading the uh, history of uh, the, the, the Norse mythology. Now, this particular one sounds like it's going to be more while you're standing in lines, where Kim Possible, it was a what I call a time killer for parents. They can sit and take a break while the kids well, the are kids running around. around. Or Dave and Johanna ran around. 
like we we were getting, I think, a little restless. We needed something to kind of center us. Well, in. it was our second day at Epcot yeah. that that particular trip, so we did have the extra time. But that sounds that sounds rad. I mean, it sounds like something that uh, uh, definitely for the kids who you know, don't enjoy the, the lines as heart. much as the adults do <laughs> or the kids at heart. And, and that's awesome. Uh, funny thing that you bring this up, uh, cause we had just talked about on a, on a, on our last podcast or the podcast before about how they're starting to do so much more with the app. Well, there's uh, the mobile ordering. Yeah. The, the mobile ordering, the, the, the max the fa- pass, the, the, the max pass, the fast passes are now on your app. And so we were saying at the last one, it's only a matter of time before Disney finds some way to bring Wi-Fi into the park, but the scarce and people were saying, you know, they're going to give Wi-Fi to half of Anaheim if they do that. And sure enough, it's just been announced this week that uh, Disney, uh, Disneyland and Disney California Adventure and the Esplanade is now offering Wi-Fi in select areas. <laughs> so it's um, the way that it works out, Johanna, is it's not 100% park wide. It's probably going to be very, very... Um, I think uh, that's going to be inevitable. Yeah, it's going to be it's it's, it's going to be hard to get on in some spots. But kind of what you do is you, you you go to these areas, and there's 12 areas in Disneyland, and 12 areas in California Adventure. Now they specifically mentioned the Esplanade, but I'm guessing that one of those areas is is powerful enough. But for example, uh, if you head on over to the Matterhorn, uh, the south side of the Matterhorn is going to have Wi-Fi. If you go over to Rancho Del Zocalo, uh, that's going to have Wi-Fi. There's going to be an internet hotspot at Rivers of America. And if you go on your handy-dandy app, there's all these little blue dots that show you exactly where the best Wi-Fi spots are. So if you're looking to make that dinner reservation or you're looking to... uh, you know, uh, get your get your next fast pass or something, and you're having a hard time getting online or getting on 3G or LTE. Boom! You can go to one of these hotspots and get on and upload our videos of eating weird food at Disneyland <laughs> and do whatever. Because we could have used that at the last trip for sure. Oh no, kidding! It, t- it took you what, phone. like three or four hours to upload that first video. Oh, yeah. So that's cool. So that is that is not coming. That is actually here. I have just heard about it last week. So fantastic. Bad time. What else is going on in Disneyland? Well, in theme with the whole Pixar Pier, they have renamed, and it's official, the Mickey's Fun Wheel. It's called Pixar Pal Around. Pixar Pal Around. So, like, uh, going off the whole Pixar Fest, what friendship. Friendship. Friendship is magic, yo. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> They're really thriving off of this theme. So, there are 24 gondolas. It's going to be here forever now. <laughs> <laughs> 24 gondolas in each pair. It's going to be friends from the movies. So okay, we, so like you got Lightning McQueen and, and Mater, Tomater. Mr. And, and Mrs. Uh, Incredible. Oh, right, right. Okay. You know, Wally and Eva. Oh, that's just cute. Sadness and Joy. Oh, I guess they're friends. So I guess you can kind of <laughs> make it a challenge. I will never take this challenge on, but to try to ride each one. So is like uh, Anger from Inside Out going to be all the moving gondolas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate this is there, ride. Is there, now, is there now sickness and, and dizzy? <laughs> It's going to be grumpy and sneezy. <laughs> right. <laughs> There'll be pals for this one. Now, uh, if you probably don't know this about me, but Mickey's Fun Wheel is not my favorite ride. Oh, I think anybody listening knows you. and they know <laughs> You do not like that one at all. Those swinging gondolas. Now, I've yet to go in They've a stationary the gondola. For some reason, even though there's an option not to deal with it, I refuse to go in a stationary gondola. I always <laughs> go on the swinging ones. And if you ever want to hear me curse like crazy... Go with me on that ride. Go on a uh, non <laughs> a non swinging or uh, no, go on a swinging gondola with Johanna. It is it is actually quite funny. Yeah, uh, yeah. We yeah. filmed many videos of Johanna cursing everybody <laughs> out. Definitely not kid friendly like this right. uh, podcast here, but um, 
Awesome. Well, I'm waiting for my next uh, page to load up, but uh, this is uh, this is something not really new, although I just saw the article today on it, is that uh, Disney has released uh, Pride Ears for Gay Pride. Um, they're rainbow ears, and this is something that uh, actually I've got a picture of it. Let me let me show you here. I'll put it up on the on the web page as well. I think that's that's kind of adorable. They're magical. <laughs> they really are. Um, so you know to, to to further jump into the and oddly enough, this did not come out around like Gay Day weekend, which is in October. Usually in October, right, right around my birthday, which is always quite fun. <laughs> um, but uh, this is uh, they just they re- I guess it's in time for Pride. So mm-hmm. that makes that makes sense. I think there sense, is actually. a gay pride month that is coming up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So um so that's something that new if uh if you want rainbow ears. They're really pretty, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I, I we saw a couple of uh, people walking around with mm-hmm. them when we were there last time. So uh they're definitely out. This is not one of those like uh you know, millennial pink things. Or rose gold <laughs> you can, ears. You can yeah. you can actually pick these up or popcorn buckets or anything like that. Nice. All right. So what else is going on in, in Disney? Well, they finally reopened Dumbo. In case you didn't know, they were doing a major refurbishment. That's been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Those walls have been up around Dumbo forever. I mean, the pictures I've seen online, it's fantastical. I mean, yeah. uh, the line queue now is covered with like a circus tent theme. Isn't that kind of what they do in uh, Florida? I think so. Yeah. And so it'd be really nice on those really hot, sunny days. You're not just standing in a line and baking in the sun. Exactly. I so, think that was the hottest spot at Disneyland. Well, I think eventually they're going to start turning our fantasy land a little bit more and more like the fantasy land over at the Magic Kingdom, which is definitely one yeah. of the best areas in that park. I would not be upset. Exactly. That would be cool if we got the the Snow White. I don't think they're, they're going to be able to build anything new. I heard that... Uh, this is just in the rumor department, so it's not going to be official Disney news. But I heard that a revamp of, uh, of Fantasyland, a la what they did back in the 80s, is, is potentially coming down the road once they finish up with Star Wars and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, the, the heroes' uh, uh, land over in California Adventure. So, Well, I think once knows? they go through those major um, developments, they're going to first do Fantasyland, and then I heard they're finally going to redo Tomorrowland. Yeah, finally, that would be, uh, because that's at least that one got done in the 90s, and mm-hmm. it is very 90s. <laughs> yeah. It's Not, great. 90s a la Jules Verne back in the turn of the century. It's so. pretty, but it needs to... Yeah, it, needs a yeah, it. it definitely can. Those, mm-hmm. Some of those things have not come to fruition, and it was definitely stylized. So, eh, well, we'll see. I can't wait to see what is coming down the pipeline because, I mean, once Star Wars opens, it's like we have no idea really what's going on mm-hmm. past past there. So the rumors will be interesting as we lead up to the opening of those two lands, Star Wars and, uh, and, and Marvel. Mm-hmm. Coolness. So, what is? Uh, I, I mentioned a little bit of uh, you know the 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 pink or the uh, rainbow ears. Not quite trending, Joe. What is trending? This is our topic called "What's Trending." It's not so bad being trendy. Everyone who looks like me is my friend. Well, I said this one at the last podcast, and I nailed it right on the money. It's those <laughs> yeah, little did. green men, Toy Story alien AP popcorn buckets. Oh, like you wouldn't believe. I mean, it's really cool. For $20, you get the Little Green Men popcorn bucket. You obviously get popcorn. But then I think I it's hope through so for 20 bucks. June 21st, if I recall correctly. You can look it up online. You get $1 refills. Nice. So they've been doing these AP buckets for a while with different themes. But this one seems to be like the uber like popular popcorn bucket. It came out April 24th. And by April, the end of April 25th, sold out resort wide. Yep. There are rumors that it should come back in about two weeks, but people were waiting up to two to three hours I saw in the line. lines. Yes. I mean, for popcorn buckets, if you can't believe it. And 
I get the big debate of what's going on with that right now. It's that while it's for annual pass holders only, and you can only get one per transaction, it's not one per annual pass. Okay. So somebody can go back in line. You could spend your whole day just standing in line. Exactly. And so obviously because and of that. And jumping on eBay and selling them. <laughs> I have up right now, mentioning eBay, what it's been selling for. I was really curious for these people who are yeah. going back in line. And these are the completed sales. So this is what people have already What they've actually paid, paid not for. what they want for it. And for the variety of prices, we're talking you know, $60, $52, $79, um, $62.50, but hey, free shipping, I guess, yay. <laughs> $49.99, dollars I mean, if you look at these, there is apparently an alien green popcorn bucket, which is Dress Holiday, that came out in Toy Story Tokyo, Japan, that is selling less <laughs> than some of the popcorn buckets are selling from California. Now, well, hey. I would probably pay, you know, $58 for the Tokyo one. I, I, just because, I, 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 just because it's from Tokyo, it's from yeah. Tokyo, it's from another country. I, yeah. So I just, I just cannot imagine. I mean, th- these popcorn buckets are cool, and they're great to have as collectibles, especially if you have a cool little, you know, Disney shelf or Disney wall that you like to put all those things in. God knows we do <laughs> around here. <laughs> We're staring at it right now, um, but uh, man. It just it, it blows my mind that that people will pay this much for a popcorn bucket, especially one that that you know you think the value in it is the one dollar refills, but that's only going to be happening up until you know it, like you said the end of June. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas it, people just they, they want them now because they're hot now. But I, it'd be interesting to see what these popcorn buckets will be selling for a month from now or well, six months from now. I <laughs> Probably guess- not nearly as much. If Disney wanted to be nice, now obviously Disney, Disney's a business and they're all about making money. Of course. But if Disney wanted to be a little nicer, quote unquote, is that they would ration out the popcorn buckets, only release so many per day, and spread it out. That way, people who they can't make it the first two days, mm-hmm. at least they know. Okay, if I get there early a week from now, I'm going to Disneyland. If I just get there early enough, kind of like they do with the, with, with, with the Dole Whip donuts. Exactly. Yeah, they they only made so many, and they gave out vouchers. And if you got them, you, you got to get one. If not, you know, try again tomorrow. But well, speaking of popcorn buckets, uh, we also talked about last week about the Soleil popcorn buckets, mm-hmm. which I heard is sold out. Of course. The Alien Tumbler sold out. Really? Yeah. And the cocoa, I'm going to destroy it, name, Harito. They're like these like copper mugs. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even see those when we went. I wasn't looking. Okay. Which were sold, I think, mostly in DCA over in the garden. The garden grill area. The garden grill the, area. Where they're doing all the cocoa food. Okay. Yes. Sold out, gone till September. Wow. Which is ironic because Pixar fast ends in September 3rd. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out. If they're replenishing them back in September for three days, yeah, you know they will. They'll they'll bring them back and surprise everybody. They'll they'll be in you know mid June. They'll have a bunch, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know that's the way things goes, and that's why it's still trending. <laughs> so, <laughs> nicely done. All right, so we are going to get into our, um, our our thoughts and opinions and general discussion of Avengers: Infinity War. Um, I do want to say right now uh, a little note on spoilers. Um, we are trying our very best since we are releasing this uh, the day. Well, technically the day that Avengers Infinity War is released. We see it on the night before because we like we have Thursdays off and we can go check them out on Thursday nights. But uh, I, I, I'll just say this. We are going to be as spoiler-free as humanly possible. We're not going to give away anything. We're not going to... If, if you haven't seen it and you're planning on going to see it, you can listen to this podcast just to get some ideas of maybe what our opinions are. Um, but if you're like me, because when it comes to spoilers... 
I'm a little bit of a purist when it comes to spoilers. For example, I will not read any reviews. I won't read any opinions. Uh, honestly, I don't even like to watch the last trailer before a movie is released. You're the complete opposite. Of I me. know you, you will go to moviespoilers.com and read the entire thing. I, I like to go in with as much surprise as possible. And I'll, 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 I'll give you an example of how much, how much I enjoy this, that I don't go researching as much as possible. And this is, this is not spoiler because it was released about a year ago when they said that Peter Dinklage was going to be in this movie. Everybody was deciding or trying to figure out what character he was going to play looking at the Marvel, not just the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but the Marvel comic book universe. There was a lot of theories. Maybe he was going to be one of Thanos's right hand man or he was going to be this character or this character. And everybody was deciding. And so I could have easily gone on to IMDb and figured out what character he was and researched that and done all this when he popped up in the movie. You even heard me. I said out loud, I said, is that Peter Dinklage? And I, I remembered all of a sudden, oh yeah, he was going to be in this movie. And it was so cool when I got to see what they did with him and what character he played. It was like, that made it so much more enjoyable to me. So if you're like me and you like spoilers, I would honestly suggest stopping right now and skipping ahead probably at least another 15, 20 minutes or so to the end. Now, if you don't know who Peter Dinklage is, because Dave's just assuming everybody here is a major geek. And I knows assume everybody's a geek who listens to this actor, podcast, and I love you all. Actor, screenwriter, director. He's mostly known for being on Game of Thrones. Yeah. You, you could try to bribe me right now with a million dollars in terms of what role he plays. I got nothing. Well, that's the one geek thing we don't do is yeah. watch Game of Thrones. I know. However, I, know. I do know he was on X-Men First Class. Yeah. So that's what I know him from. Yeah. I will agree with you. As soon as I recognized him, I went, hey, that guy. <laughs> it's that guy that's I, in all this stuff. That I didn't even realize he was going to be in this movie. Yeah. So with all the reviews and movie spoilers and everything I read, the fact that they didn't know he was going to be in this film. Shock yeah. me. I had just heard uh, way back when on one of the, another podcast or a radio show or something, they said, hey, he's going to be in this movie. So anyway, that's our note on podcast. Let's get into our, our general discussion. The meat of the matter. <laughs> the meat of the matter. So uh, unless you've been living in a cave for like the past 10 years and Marvel is just Marvel Cinematic Universe is just about to celebrate its 10 year anniversary. Happy birthday. Uh, no, happy birthday, Marvel, with the uh, with the release of the first Iron Man. They have been gearing up toward this movie in, a, in kind of a roundabout way. They originally... We're showing all of these things that were leading up to the formation of the Avengers, but they also started dropping in things about Infinity Stones. And and and, and, and at the Easter egg of, and I'm, I'm blanking right now, I think it was Captain America, but one of the movies you saw this big purple grinning guy. No, actually, I think it was the end of Avengers. You saw this big purple grinning guy, said, fine, I'll just do it myself. And that was Thanos. Mm-hmm. And you figured, oh, Thanos is coming. And you didn't know when he was going to come. You didn't know where it was going to be. We thought it was going to be Avengers 2, but then they said Age of Ultron. But you knew that the Infinity Stones were going to make a big deal and Thanos was coming. And that is what this movie was, was the culmination of all of the Infinity Stones coming together to form the Infinity Gauntlet. Well, let's just go into this a little bit. The Infinity Stones, each one has immense power. Oh, tremendous power. They, they but, can grant the user omnipotent, omnipotence, omnipresence, uh, all kinds of cool stuff. But putting them together, as Dave was talking about, having the Infinity Gauntlet gives you the ultimate power. Yeah, the Infinity Gauntlet is the only thing on in the universe that can hold all six Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. And in the Marvel Cinematic Universe so far, five of them have been 
have been shown as to where they are. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, they, they kind of keep popping up here and there. But ultimately what happens is Thanos comes in and he starts collecting all of the Infinity Stones. And he gets them pretty quickly, or at least most of them, up until the very end. And, and again, no spoilers there. You know he's got to get the Infinity Stones because the wearer of the Infinity Gauntlet, if he gets all six stones, he can just snap his fingers and make his ultimate plan, which Thanos's plan is he wants to bring balance to the universe by eliminating 50% of the population of the universe. Well, that to me, I did not know that he was planning on doing that. I just thought he was your typical bad guy. Yeah. Is that in his eyes, in his mind, he's doing good for the universe. Well, that's actually what I really, I I loved Josh Brolin's interpretation Mm -hmm. of Thanos and what the writers did with him and how he portrayed him. Because personally, I love it when bad guys are, you, you feel for them. Going all the way back, we talked about this last night, to Gladiator. The way Joaquin Phoenix played him it was it just, or the, the bad guy, was just such a, you, like he had a heart to him that you didn't quite hate him. And uh, I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe has done an amazing job with this, going all the way back to Loki. You kind of loved Loki. I mean, we named our cat after him. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. again, not giving away anything here, but if you've seen The Kingsman, The Secret Service... Uh, the bad guy who, uh-huh. again, which is oddly enough, Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson, exactly. of course. Exactly. His thing was that the world only has a finite amount of resources. Yep. And so, therefore, we are over. We're going to run out of these resources with the overpopulation. So, by eliminating or cleansing the Earth of a lot of the population, we are saving the Earth. So now, <laughs> look at Thanos. Exact same idea, but just on the universal scale. The universe has a fever. (laughs) Humanity (laughs) is the disease. Exactly. So while that's really warped, at the same time you're like, well, he has a small point. Yeah, he he thinks he's benevolent, that he's going to bring balance to the entire universe. So that's kind of his driving force, and that is uh, basically the plot of the movie, is he's going to go out and try and get these Infinity Stones, and of course, the Avengers are going to try to stop him, because mm-hmm. you can't let anybody get that much power. Right. So, um, well, who gets to write the play God? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So ultimately, Joe, what did, what did you think of the movie as a whole? The movie as a whole, I did enjoy. I definitely was very glad I went to go see it. Writing fantastic, acting fantastic. What I love about Marvel is the great banter between the characters. (laughs) And definitely when you have this many characters in the movie, which several of them are egotistical narcissists, you know, you know, there's going to be some. (laughs) When you're pitting Doctor Strange. (laughs) Again, Tony Stark. Against Tony Stark or. Tony Stark against Peter Quill. (laughs) Yeah, Star-Lord against Thor. You know, chaos will ensue, but it's really funny. Yeah. That's what I love at Marvel Films is while, yes, it's an action comic book movie. It has heart. It has humor. Sorry, DC. But that's why, (laughs) in my heart, Marvel will always beat you. Oh, for sure. For sure. It was it was so enjoyable that uh, there were so many wonderful moments in the movie. There were so many great callbacks. There was plenty of stuff for the true geeky uh, comic book fans. There, there, there was enough for everybody. So ultimately, I liked the movie. There was obvious and, and, and this is this is not a spoiler. It's just looking at the trailers, looking at what it is. This movie was going to be the Empire Strikes Back of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Or what I think, the Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Yeah. You know, part one and part two. It was just a matter of how much of a bloodbath was this movie going to be. We even sat a little over under bet. Yeah. In terms of how many characters are probably going to die. How many characters are going to die. But here, here's the interesting part, and, and I can't... 
I could spoil it and it could even turn out because here's the thing that people, you know, I, I haven't really heard a lot of people talk about this. I talked about it a little bit. I was having lunch with some friends today. Uh, we are talking about infinity stones. They can rewrite time. They can rewrite space. They can rewrite reality. So if any characters do die, depending on how the next Marvel film goes, they could just snap the fingers and everything could go back to normal. So look at agent Coulson. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mind blown Tahiti is a in. wonderful place. <laughs> so, uh, and, and, and that's, and that's kind of true to comic books in general, you know, a characters die all the time in comic books and then, you know, the universe is rewritten and they're brought back to life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, Captain America was Hydra just a couple of months ago and Ooh, now he's back in charge. Not reading the comic. They're like, what? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> no, that didn't happen in the cinematic universe. <laughs> Secret empire. For those of you who are keeping score at home. Um, but, yeah, so it, it it definitely had its like, huh. <laughs> but to me, I think the big where everybody like, great enjoyable film, great action, and this to me surprised me with that with all the characters they brought in, they brought in pretty much everybody except for Ant Man. Yeah, pretty much. How each character still had a, a an important role. Ample screen time. Ample screen time. The, and they traveled to so many different areas, but it didn't feel like they were just rushing. No. For this being the longest movie that they released. Two hours and 35 minutes. The time to me went by so fast yeah. that I was just like, I can't believe. Like, I looked at my watch at one point, just like, wait, wait, we're already to the end. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, I wanted, like, another hour. Yeah. It was, it was, it was great the way they did. I mean, it, it always impressed me from the very first Avengers movie and then even going into like, you know, Avengers two civil war where they're bringing in ensemble cast. This one, I think you told me they had like 64 main characters at one point. I think so. That's insane. And for them to be able to write them all in and not just breeze over too many of them really, really speaks to the, the, the writing and the directing. It, mm-hmm. it just, it, yeah, it, it was a fantastic movie. Um, let's get into some more kind of not specifics about the movie or things that we liked about the movie. I think the big one that left some people really, um, like, Oh, what's the ending? And, 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 and we can't really talk about the ending cause we would spoil it. But what was, what was fascinating was this was not a movie that when, when, when the, when the screen went to black at the end, this is not a movie that everybody jumped up out of their seats and started cheering and applauding. I the people, audience was silent. I think what was one. happening is that people were still thinking about it going, did that just, yeah, did, did the movie did, just wait, end like did, that? How, how did, what just happened? Did the universe? Yeah. How does well, this? I, because I read everything about movies before I see it, <laughs> I had read online that this movie was not going to end on a cliffhanger. Right. Unlike a lot of, like I said, Hunger Games, uh, Harry Potter, those were major cliffhangers between part one and part two. Yeah. Originally, it was going to be a part one and part two Infinity War, but they decided, no, this one's going to be Infinity War. And as they call it, the yet unnamed mm-hmm. uh, Avengers 4, which they filmed back to back with this one, was going to be a separate movie but it was going to continue the story and it was going to have Thanos and the infinity gauntlet in it. And that to me was enough to go, okay, that, that sounds cool, but, but when I, I'm going to disagree. This was a cliffhanger. This was a major cliffhanger. When I looked at my watch and realized, Oh, there's only probably about 15 minutes left. I was thinking, how are they going to wrap this up in 15 minutes? Yeah. Thinking it was going to end storyline over. Yeah. And so when the screen went to black, and you can just tell everybody's like, what the <laughs> You've never heck? seen like 250 people in a movie theater go, 
Uh, <laughs> like I wanted to sit in the car for like an extra 30 minutes just to process what I just I witnessed. Know, I know. Well, that is, that is the way it is. What were, what were some of your, your favorite uh, characters in, in the movie? Well, I've always had a little bit of a biased favorite toward the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, you've, for some you've reason, liked, you've liked Hulk for him. a long time. He has some of the wittiest lines in the Avengers, like when he was beating up Loki and his line afterwards was just puny God. <laughs> that alone was well like delivered. great character. And so um, Hulk again won my heart because if he had seen Thor Ragnarok, which to me was more of a comedy than an action film. Yeah. Thor got really funny, and they carried that over to Infinity War. And 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 Thor slash Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner, which is normally not that comedic. Not the funniest of characters. was awesome. I was rolling in my chair just because I'm like, this character, not only as a superhero, but just as a general person. Yeah. Fantastic. The fact that he's been off planet since Civil War, and, and the fact that he comes back and them explaining things to him, like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, we have an Ant-Man now. <laughs> you know? it, was, it was really funny. What else? Who, who else did, did you really enjoy? Well, I always go into this because, again, I'm biased. Uh, group. Of course. Although this, this was this was emo teenage group. Not my favorite group. I, <laughs> I will always have my heart toward baby group, but this was emo group. And he did spend a good amount of time just playing on his little video game console. That old 80s Defender <laughs> video game. Which he kept getting yelled at by everybody else, and he would just be like, I am Groot. <laughs> So I really wish they had kept him as Baby Groot just for one more film. Yeah, but the Easter egg at the end of Guardians 2 showed that he did grow up a little yeah. bit. But uh, who knows? And, and But, you know, he, he kind of did. Uh, he, had a, he had a nice little arc in this. He manned up. Yeah, he definitely manned <laughs> up. That's a good way of putting it. Was there anybody else that you, that you really connected well, with? Again, always love Peter Quill, Star-Lord. Oh, of course. Exactly. He was he was particularly funny because he really had to step up in a leadership way. Mm-hmm. Um, that 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 was hilarious. The exchange between uh, Star Lord and and Thor was one of the best I've seen written uh, on on there. As, as far as my favorite character, well, I'm going to talk about Thor. Uh, oh, he was fantastic. I've, I've been a Thor fan since the beginning. I, I've always dug Thor and. Man, in this movie, he just went at it. Like, if you saw Thor Ragnarok, you know at this point he's got nothing to lose. And he just went, he was the hero of this movie, which mm-hmm. was really cool because, you know, in order to fight somebody like Thanos, you need a god. Right. And Thor needed to step up because he kind of got his butt handed to him in, in Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> so it was great seeing him kind of get his motives. This movie, the subtitle of this movie to me should have been How Thor Got His Groove Back. So He got his mojo. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, I, I loved Rocket. In, in this you movie. You mean rabbit? Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, or as Thor kept calling him, rabbit. Um, Rocket uh, kind of, he started a little bit in The Last Guardians. In this one, he just took, like, this is a character, and it's amazing what they can do with the CGI motion capture voiceover character, is they really gave him a deep role. <laughs> He's getting a little bit of heart. Because he really, definitely, yeah. In the first Guardian, do you think he just shoot him up? Whatever he can do to make money, he doesn't care. Yeah, Kinda which like, he still is. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> if I'm going to speak D&D here, like chaotic bad? Uh, chaotic, chaotic evil? No, he'd be chaotic okay, neutral. neutral. Yeah, for sure. He'll swing sides depending on what will benefit him the yeah. most. Yeah, but he really, like like at one point, there, there's a line that he says in this movie of, guess I have to be the captain. And he did. And he and just the, the conversation he has with Thor, was that, that was intense. It really made me just, I, I love Rocket to begin with, but I, I really loved him in this movie. And and actually, the third one for me was, was Thanos. 
I got to say, I loved him. Oh my gosh. He was so, such an interesting villain and, and not a villain in, in the way that you would have thought coming into this movie, his, uh, you know, minions for lack of a better term, his, his, his warriors that he sends out to do his bidding, they were fantastic. But Mm -hmm. you would, you think as soon as you saw them, Oh, this guy is going to be the, the, you know, craziest bad guy you've ever laid your, your eyes on. And he, but he had this, and then, you know, again, everything that's been talked about, he had this amazing presence about him that he completely knew what he was doing, where he was going and what he had to do the whole time. And he was just so interesting to watch. He had a bit of a heart. He just, you know, his, his, his whole thing about, you know, bringing balance to the entire universe was fascinating because to him, it wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't a bad thing. It was necessary evil. Yes. And, and, and you can tell that he didn't, he didn't. He wasn't joyous that he had to do it. He just had to do it. Like it was like his responsibility. Yeah. Like somebody had to step up. Yeah. And do this. Josh Brolin is is, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, I I dig him in almost everything. So, um. So okay. So we we got our favorite characters. Let's talk about. Um. We we talked a little bit about what we like, but like specifically, what were some of the things in the movie that that you you really thought was was. Well done. Or did we cover that enough? I feel like we covered it, but again, when you have an ensemble that big, and you might think just the actors themselves, egos might clash, they're going to want more screen time. It seemed like they genuinely loved working with each other. I joke that I want to get a t-shirt somehow made of class of 2018 (laughs) and have every character on there because, I mean, and again, what was really interesting about this with that, you know, in terms of the writing the actors weren't given a script. Like, only one actor, and that was Benedict Cumberbatch, read the whole script. Really? As they joked, it was handcuffed to a police guy. Or, you know, <laughs> you know, and then as soon as he was done reading the script, they would bring it back into the armored car and send it away. So I just heard that Tom Holland wasn't allowed a script because he spoiled too much in Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, exactly. But I had just seen an interview with Benedict on uh-huh. the Ellen show, and he mentioned he was the only actor that read the whole thing from beginning Interesting. to end. Interesting. So, I mean, pretty much the actors were given false scripts with different endings. Ooh. Yes. And so I applaud them for, because then you knew just the reactions were almost real. Were genuine, yeah. Genuine, because they had not just read over this over and over again. And that's what I loved about the characters. I applaud the actors for the genuine feelings they had. And again, what I love about Marvel is that there's humor, but there's heart. Yeah. Oh, there's always heart in a Marvel film. And- Unlike DC, I'm just going to say this right now, is you understood and you felt for the intention that each person had why they did what they did. It's a great observation. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I always love the ensemble cast movies, and I thought that they, they give every character just enough time. Uh, like you said, it did not seem like a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Um, I, also, I also love the way they brought in certain characters. Mm-hmm. That was like, you know, everybody would start cheering when they saw this character or this character when they, would make the, when, when they would make their appearance. They did some really clever things well, with I that. I think the one people screamed at the most is when Black Panther showed up. Everybody oh, started yeah. screaming. Well, of course. I, heard, I, I mean, he's... I heard a chorus of Wakanda forever. <laughs> I was screaming that before the movie started. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Black Panther definitely one of the one one of the biggest uh, uh, characters on there. Um, probably though one of one of my favorite parts in the entire movie, and I, I, I would spoil it if I gave too much away. But uh, for the true true comic book nerd fans uh, and those of you who have followed Thor throughout the comic books, uh, I'm just going to say Thor's new weapon. Um, 
you know, if, if you watch Ragnarok, you know, and I'm not spoiling that movie's been out a long time. He loses his hammer. I think you saw that in the preview. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Thor is without a weapon through most of that movie. So he needs a weapon again and he gets one and it is fantastic. And that was one that I knew what it was mm-hmm. when they mentioned it. And I'm like, I was so happy to see that. And it's like, oh, that's how Thor got his groove back. So it kind of goes into. Well, I think that's really cool is that as somebody who's read the comics and you know, like, oh, well, I already know what's going to happen. I know what's going to what's going to be brought up is that you still enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, like knowing that what this new weapon was going to be. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. OK. So uh, aside from aside from the obvious, what would what 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 did you not like about the movie? What were you disappointed about? <laughs> I'm going to say it, the ending. Well, well, okay, here's my That would thing. be the obvious. <laughs> and again, I'm biased. I like happy endings. I don't like sad movies, even though I know it needs to happen. For example, in the Star Wars series, I did not like Emperor Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. I just kind of left that movie going, are you are you kidding me? Like, that, that's how it's going to end? I'm like, you know, Han Solo's in Carbonite? Luke lost his hand? <laughs> what up? I, I want to leave the theater. I'm done. And so I understand, especially um, in a movie like this that's a two-parter, and when you have so many actors, and some of them do have their contracts ending up, is whether or not those characters will return. Mm-hmm. So that's why I figured, okay, this might have to turn to a bloodbath just because, well, how else are you going to write these characters out? Yeah. But they definitely did it in a way that was completely unexpected. And exactly. so without spoiling anything, you're going to go into this movie and you're, you're not going to see the ending coming. No. And so, like I said, the whole audience was silent. It was stunned to silence. Exactly. Yeah. Anything else? No, that was really it. I mean, yeah. unlike some of the other movies that we've seen where, again, we see them on Thursday nights, but you almost want to turn around and get tickets for a later showing and mm-hmm. watch it again. Go right back in. This was one that they said, I need to process this. Yeah. I'm not ready to go see this again. Now, admittedly, though, um, I am waiting for somebody to write up a full like movie spoiler because <laughs> there was so much laughing and cheering and applauding <laughs> going on that we kept missing dialogue. I miss so much dialogue. I, I, yeah, like you said, I need to see this again on closed caption. Exactly. Or I do need to read the spoilers, which I normally don't do because, yeah, we missed half the movie because people, you know, again, laughing, cheering. It's, it's, it's a typical Marvel movie all the way through. Oh, the disadvantages on going at opening night. Yeah. But, hey, you know what? I would see it that way and and go see it again just because that's the best way to do it. No. I, I I had I had such minor nitpicky things because you know it was a fantastic movie, but my biggest disappointment in the whole movie is they they went to nowhere, um, which they they brought up in the first Guardians movie, uh, and they were going to go see the Collector, and I'm like, please please. They put him in the ride. He's on mission breakout. Bring back Cosmo. Now this is Cosmo, the Cosmo, dog. the dog, Cosmo, the, the, the Russian, Russian cosmonaut dog yeah. who, who got launched into space is part of the Marvel universe. He's part of the comic book movie uh, universe, especially in guardians of the galaxy. He plays in big time in one of this, in one of the runs. So I really thought they were going to bring him in. I'm, I was waiting. Come on, bring in Cosmo, bring in Cosmo. They never did. So that was a, that was a disappointment. Disappointment. Number two for me was, uh, there was only one Easter egg. That's true. Only one. I mean, I got so used to the two. There's one after the cutaway scene. And I think honestly, they just, they didn't want to take away from the intensity mm-hmm. of the ending of the movie by putting in something that was ultimately going to be either funny or give something away. Now there is an Easter egg though at the very end. Of course. So if you are a true Marvel fan and you see this film, you should know already, don't leave the theater. Yeah. And, and the Easter egg, I'm just going to say it is, it is on par with the guardians of the galaxy Two Easter eggs. If you don't know the comics, it might not make sense. It got a lot of cheers 
from what I could tell was the geekiest part of the and audience. And the question mark over my head. Yeah, and the question mark over Johanna's <laughs> head. I was cheering because I did understand what what it was. Uh, so and and it definitely kind of goes. Oh, it, it gives it gives a definite glimmer of hope mm-hmm. <laughs> at, at the end of that movie. Um, and honestly, this was one that that I, I not a disappointment. I'm going to say I'm surprised the underutilization of Black Panther. Uh, as as his character. Now, Wakanda plays heavily in this movie because as you've seen in the trailers, one of the big battle scenes takes place in Wakanda. So obviously Black Panther is a big part of the movie, but I didn't think as far as the battle scenes, I expected so much more. What did you expect? There are so many characters in this movie. Right. And let's just say that honestly, more of the other characters had more of a reason to fight Thanos, like Guardian of the Galaxy, you know, the, the, they had obviously the characters there yeah. had already kind of interacted a little bit. Iron Man, uh, the Avengers dealt with him kind of because they knew on the Avengers who kind of the big baddie was. Wakanda just opened up their their country. <laughs> opened up their country. And Black Panther's like, wait, what am I fighting now? Who is this purple yeah, dude? Yeah. Okay, I'll help you guys out. Yeah. But he didn't have as much of a personal, like, ven- not vendetta. Yeah, but- I just, I, I thought they spent more time on characters like, like Black Widow than, than, than Black Panther, you know? And, and it was just, it was one of those where, where those, those were great fight scenes, but just coming off of the popularity of Black Panther, and maybe that's why they did it is because he just had his own movie. Um, they need to bump up some of the other characters. I just thought they were going to use him a lot more than they did. It, trust me, they used him a lot, but I just thought there was going to be more. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, let's go ahead and go into those Infinity Stones. As Dave said, there are six of them, and let me just break them down really quickly. There's a Mind Stone, a Reality Stone, a Space Stone, Power Stone, and Time Stone. I'm not going to go into, oh, I'm sorry, in a Soul Stone. Soul Stone. I'm not going to get into a full, like, okay, let's describe each one, because this podcast is already going to be, like, two hours long at the rate we're going. (laughs) Two and a half, just like the movie. But let's go ahead and maybe talk about our favorite stone. Like, if you could possess one, and only one, because you can. I'm not going to let you eliminate half of the world's population. That's a great idea. <laughs> but if you could have one... So if I could have one stone... <laughs> which one would you want to possess? What would it be? Um, I, okay, I'm, I'm going to take this from, um, from kind of a different point of view, because I, I, my answer would be different typically... But I would say in the lexicon of, of, of everything that's going on, for me personally, I think it would be the Space Stone. Really? I, I, I like the idea of you can, you can basically, what the Space Stone, stone does, it, it allows the user to exist in any location and move any object anywhere throughout reality, warp or rearrange space, teleport themselves in other, in any place uh, that, that the user could possibly imagine. You just so, stole that from Star Trek. Exactly. I want, <laughs> I want to teleport myself around. But it was really, it's, it's really more about the, 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 the fact that you can, you, can, you can warp into alternate realities and mm-hmm. you can see what's going on and you can, you can move things between realities. I just, I, I kind of like that idea. It's like, you know, Thanos in the movie was able to just, you know, they, they even said, how long do we have? And it's like, he's got the infinity stones. He could be here right now. And he just shows up now, the on space a different stone, planet. Um, in case you like, wait, which one was that? That was the one that was introduced in Captain America, right? That was the blue stone. Uh, that was, um, was that the Tesseract? Let me see. It was, uh, it was the Tesseract. Yeah. Loki be- then possessed it in I Avengers. Believe, I believe you are correct. Yes. I'm I'm winning on the geek card here. <laughs> You've done and your that, research. Another point for Johanna. 
So what would be your stone? All right. My favorite stone, if I had to have one, would be the time stone. Now, this stone was introduced to Doctor Strange. Yeah. So that one's, you know, that one's been kind of hiding. Eye of Agamotto. That one's been hiding for a while there, so I forgot. I'm like, wait, what did he possess? Now, the time stone is pretty much gives you total control of time, including you can make trips to the future. Which does play a big part in this exactly. movie. Exactly. So let's say, for example, if I had it, because I'm a klutz, so let's say I'm walking down the stairs <laughs> and I miss a step and I stumble, I'm like, ow, ow, ow. I can use the stone to go back 30 seconds, and go down the stairs stop. together and acknowledge and not miss that step. So That's a benevolent uh, <laughs> reason. for. I would not do anything big like play at a lottery or steal money from a bank. It's just to prevent me from tripping. Yeah, I, I think when you originally asked me that question this morning, my, my thoughts immediately went to the time stone because I had always thought of, wouldn't it be great if you have like a uh, like a little back button in life, <laughs> you know, and you can just undo? Kind of like the remote control where you can go yeah. 30 seconds in back. Exactly. But it's also includes the future. You can go and have glimpses, of the glimpses. Is that English? You can have a glimpse into the future. Not just the future, but all possible different Pop- variations and realities future. of the exactly. future. Yeah, so, keep in I mind, mean, we're dealing with alternate realities here. It kind of reminds me, um, if you remember that Adam Sandler movie where he had the remote control. Yep. And the remote control can control almost every aspect of his life. He can rewind, he can fast forward, he can pause. That's what I want. And and yeah, but we saw how well that turned out for him. And I also thought, you know, of the old Simpsons episode, if you step on a bug back a million years ago, you don't know what you're going to change. The so butterfly effect. Yeah, you're going to constantly start rearranging and rewriting history. And that's the only reason why I would shy away from the time stone. But well, like I said, I just I use it for tripping. Yeah, just 30 seconds back. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. So you had asked me last night, Joe, if 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 I had to rank the Avengers movies, yes. not the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, but the Avengers movies in order, uh, what order I would put them in. And I think we both agreed. Mm-hmm. We said one, two, three. Um, only because even though this was a fantastic movie, it just, you know, because the ending left you, huh. Um, well- I think for me, I got so used to a Marvel formula, and so I go into these Marvel films ex- kind of anticipating and wanting the same else. formula, and how this one really turned it you know, broke left. Mold. It just took me. It, I was shocked. I'm probably going to keep thinking about this movie more, and I'll like start processing it and go, "Wait, that was brilliant." Yeah, this is, and I might change my mind later. This is my thought, honestly. Right now, it is ranking my third favorite Avengers movie. However, I have a feeling that when Avengers Four comes out. Mm-hmm. This movie will easily bump up into my number two spot. Mm-hmm. I, I just I'm I'm or unless and or Avengers Infinity or whatever the the fourth movie is that one might surpass it. But I think I'm going to appreciate this one more when the next one maybe wraps up the story. Now Avengers one being my favorite movie that was just. I love setup movies. It's like in the Star Wars trilogy, my yep. favorite one was A New Hope. Yep. I love the introduction of these characters and how they're going to learn how to get along and work together. Yes. And so, therefore, I already knew watching Avengers. I'm like, this one's probably going to be my favorite. Yeah, and and I mean, it was it was so revolutionary and so brilliant at the time. Well, let's talk about uh, let's let's say what what are your what are your top five favorite Marvel films? Mm-hmm. And and we both talked about this a little bit earlier, and we both realized that in order to rank our top five Marvel films, and I know this is cheating, for me personally, I have to take the Guardians of the Galaxy movies out in order to give a list that is more than just Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and 1 or mm-hmm. 1 and 2, which I can't decide which one I like better. I love both those movies. I'm a huge Guardians of the Galaxy buff anyway, so those two are far and away are my, num- number, uh, my number one and number two movies. Mm-hmm. So I had to take Guardians out in order to make this Yeah, list. I didn't really like that. <laughs> well, what did you, what did you have? 
Well, I knew just from seeing the previews that I had a feeling this one would be my favorite. And this was, to me, when Marvel slightly deviated from the formula, and I loved it with Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. It kind of had that, like, what was it, like the 70s? 80s. 80s. It was that 80s space. Uh, yeah, like the space uh, Fantasy. Oh. Uh, yeah, it, it was It was Buckaroo Banzai. <laughs> it was Kroll. It was uh, the never-ending story. <laughs> it was just. And the humor. Oh, I did not so funny. stop laughing at that movie. Yeah. And again, it was just that, like, that nice, refreshing, you know, little change from the typical Marvel film. Yeah. And that's what I, I mean. To me, Thor stepped it up. I, I grew to love Thor's in my number one spot, too. Even more. Yeah. And so, therefore, it's like, okay, you're really going to have to, like, do something completely different to change that number one spot for okay. me. Okay, okay. Going into the humor thing, it's got to be Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Just because, again, the interactions. I mean, Tom Holland, brilliant casting. Yep. And then, of course, there's his best friend, Ned. Guy in the chair. Guy in the chair, <laughs> which you were very excited that he made an appearance in Infinity War. Oh, he had two lines, but they were brilliant <laughs> in this movie. And uh, number three, because I mentioned I love this movie, is Avengers, the first one. Yep, first Avengers. And then fourth with Black Panther. Yeah. And then five was Ant-Man, which he did not make an appearance in Infinity War, but I, I'm really hoping they'll bring him in for the number Avengers 4 untitled. I, they're going to have to. I, I, I think actually what they did, they strategically left out a couple of characters. They mentioned a couple of characters, and, they, and they, I believe they mentioned them and left them out on purpose, because mm-hmm. I think they're going to play big in, in the next one. It's funny. I have the exact five movies uh, in my top five. Uh, they're just in a slightly different order. Thor Ragnarok would Thor Ragnarok <laughs> would be my number one. My number two would be Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three would be Black Panther. Um, and 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 I'm thinking of it not just because it's so recent. Um, I I think of the movie as a whole and how I felt after the movie and how I kind of felt about the Marvel Cinematic Universe after the movie, I remember coming out of Black Panther going, that was just an incredibly satisfying movie. It was such a, a basically completely well-flushed out yeah. movie. Yeah, and, 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 and I felt that way about Avengers. Mm-hmm. Avengers was so satisfying to watch, but Thor Ragnarok just, again, it broke the mold of all of them and, and was brilliant. Um, and again, Guardians of the Galaxy does the same thing. I put Spider-Man as number four. Um, it was a brilliant movie. It was funny. Um, everything about it I love. I love Tom Holland, and I love Guy in the Chair, and it was it was great, but I thought Black Panther was a little better. And I did put Ant-Man as number five. Really? A- Ant-Man because it was just, it, it was one of those movies kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy. They didn't know what to expect when they brought it in, and it was brilliant. The... The dialogue, the the, the 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 scenes they did in that movie, everything was just so well done and funny. I don't remember his name, but uh, Paul Rudd's friend, the one that helped yes, him. Yes, I know. I'm trying to think of it, too. And whenever he would tell a story. How everybody would be in his <laughs> voice. Yeah, that was just, that was sheer brilliance. I, I had Thor Dark World that I had put as a possible number five. Uh, I think Ant-Man barely edged it out. That would be like my number six. I got to be honest. I'm really shocked that we had the same five. I, I am, too. But, okay. uh, oh, well, no, I married you for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I have impeccable taste. You do. You do. Exactly. And in husbands as well. <laughs> so, but no, it was. It was funny because, you know, so many people kind of wrote off Thor as like one of the weakest franchises in the movie. And I thought when Dark World came out, it changed the whole Thor universe. I was not the biggest fan of Thor 1. Yeah. And a lot of people weren't. I felt like Thor 2 really saved it. Yeah. 
It gave it, me hope. Like, okay, this is going to be a good franchise. And, and and at the time, it was my, it was my number one or number two favorite movie. But then so many fantastic movies have followed it since now, then. Now, if I was going to pick one of the franchises that really hasn't saved itself yet, I would say it is The Incredible Hulk. Uh, the standalone well, movies, for sure. I mean, who knew they they, they kind of gambled with uh, Edward Norton mm-hmm. when they made the first one because you know nobody had told the producers how much nobody likes to work with them after <laughs> one movie. So Oops, you know, bad. the only recasting they've ever really had to do. Um, it was it was interesting, but uh, yeah, I, I I definitely think uh, we're ready for a a Hulk sequel, a Planet Hulk. I or think something. it would be great to finally have Mark Ruffalo, who's been playing Hulk, and get his own movie. Get yeah. the movie. Let's yeah. do. I mean, either do a, um, a prelude, mm-hmm. kind of like what they've done with the other Incredible Hulks, or depending on where they go with they the could Avengers. She Hulk. They could. They, yeah. There's a lot that they could do with Hulk. Yeah. yeah it's, about, it's about time. He needs a movie. He does. I, I also think um, uh, Black Widow, and she is getting her own movie. I just don't know if it's going to be a prelude or if it's going to be following the timeline. Either one. I would either be one happy would be with. Fabulous. I would love to see her backstory. Mm-hmm. It, it, that would that would be fantastic, and especially after the popularity of Wonder Woman, and they we you need know, some girl power. You're bringing in Miss Marvel, who is mm-hmm. going to be like the ultimate. So there's well, definitely there, there's the Wasp. Yes, Wasp yes. is going to play heavily in the next one. So you know, Marvel Marvel's taking their time. Well, and then but, there's Scarlet Witch. I'm just going to keep naming all the women. Won't just name all the women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's not my favorite, but that's all right. Um, okay, well, hey, we have. Uh, I think we've we've talked enough about Infinity Wars. We've done pretty De- good. Well, I would definitely say, all in all, despite what you've heard here, if we've scared you, or whatever, I would see no, this movie. Don't again. be scared. Go, go see, see it. it. Yes, go see it for sure. If you're a Marvel fan at all. Uh, you, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy the film, and I think this is one that is going to get better with age. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that's 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 our opinion there. Well, very cool. It's that time of year again. Time for the Disney Challenge. What is the Disney Challenge? Well, the Disney Challenge is a strategic team scavenger hunt trivia style event with a warped sense of humor. It happens twice a year, and our spring challenge is happening on Sunday, June 10th at Disneyland. Registration opens on April 27th and will close on May 25th. Go to thedisneychallenge.com for details on how to play, register a team, check out our past challenges, and get yourself ready for the 2018 Disney Challenge. Keep up to date with all things Disney Challenge by following the Disney Challenge on Facebook. Good luck, and we'll see you at the 2018 Disney Challenge. Hey, uh, we did a little contest that we announced last week. We had forgotten, or I had forgotten. That we were going to do this podcast. That we were going to do this podcast this week. So I had mentioned uh, the contest was going to end at the next recording, but I had also mentioned that was probably going to be around the 4th or the 5th of May. Uh, So we're going to keep our contest going. For those of you who maybe don't know what the contest is, if you didn't listen to the last episode, we are giving away a Mike Sully popcorn bucket, one of the hot, trending, and sold-out items all year you have to do is go to iTunes and leave us a review and you'll be entered into the contest. The way the contest is working, of course, is for every star review that you, for every star you give us on the review, you get one entry into the contest. So a one star review, eh, you know, we're not going to be friends after that, but (laughs) (laughs) you'll get one entry into the contest. A five star review gets you five entries. Pretty, pretty no brainer. As Johanna said, I'm cheating, but you know. Now let me go ahead and add this in. This is a regular popcorn bucket. Um, You just get to keep it for sentimental value. 
you can't use it for the one dollar uh, refills. No, it's not and the it's AP. And it's not the AP one, so you yeah. don't be like, well, I can never use it. It yeah. you can basically keep it as a trophy, if, or you can sell it on eBay. You can sell it on eBay if you want. <laughs> it's all good. We don't care. We don't judge. Uh, so uh, we are going to be recording our next podcast uh, next weekend. Mm-hmm. Not sure if it's going to be Friday, Saturday, or Sunday that we're recording. Let's just call it right now by midnight Thursday night, or you know. 12.01 Friday morning, however that works out. <laughs> I'm always confused at midnight. Uh, so Thursday, uh, May 4th at midnight will be the last chance for you to enter the contest. And then that way that weekend we'll record and we will announce our winner on yep. our next podcast. Right on. Well, that has been our show for today. And man, like <laughs> I, think, I think we're both ready for a nap. It just... Avengers Infinity War hurts the brain. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about it hurts the brain. I'm ready. I'm ready for, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to rest. I got to edit this uh, bad I feel boy. like I need to see Thor Ragnarok just to kind of right, yeah. make it funny again. Yeah, we need, we need to have funny movie night. So, <laughs> um, hey, if you want to get in touch with us over here at the Disney Challenge, of course, there is uh, thedisneychallenge.com. That's mm-hmm. our website. And, of course, all things about Disney Challenge and Disney Challenge podcast. If you follow us on Facebook, we are at the Disney Challenge. Also, Instagram, which we are using now pretty much exclusively for our podcast, but it is the Disney Challenge. And Twitter is the only thing that's not the Disney Challenge. Twitter is just at Disney Challenge. You can subscribe. You can leave us reviews on iTunes. You can win a Mike Sully popcorn bucket. And you know what just occurred to me the other day, uh, actually earlier today, um, if you want to talk about anything from today's shows, and believe me, we'd love to hear your thoughts and reviews on, on Avengers Infinity War, you can go to the website, and if you click on the show itself, you can leave comments on that we do monitor the comments and we don't approve them until we read them because we get a lot of spam Mm -hmm. (laughs) on that website so if you don't see your comment pop up right away also we are going to ask that you please don't give spoilers please um if you do and we uh judge your your comment to be uh spoilerific we will not post it or we'll wait a couple weeks before we post it just in so nobody can accuse us of giving away spoilers so that's it for the disney challenge podcast this week my name is dave and i'm johanna and johanna sign us out Well, may your churros be warm, your pineapple dough whip be cold, and may your days be sprinkled with Disney magic. And may Thanos not come and wipe out half of you. Ooh. Too soon? Too soon. (laughs) Good night, everybody.